It's the most wonderful time of the year for listening to a podcast. And you've chosen Boomers with Beverages, recorded live at Four Day Ray in Fishers, Indiana. Welcome to a, another edition of Boomers with Beverages. Always great to have you join us for another potentially, I say potentially because we never know because the accolades keep pouring in, another potentially award-winning podcast. I don't know, guys. I'm that's, feeling, I'm that's feeling right. good about this if one. If they gave awards for potential, we would get all of them. <laughs> We'd have gold medals, wouldn't we? <laughs> in all our high school yearbooks, doesn't it say the most has the most potential? And there's a picture of Artie, Dan, B. But I believe it was Linus Van Pelt who said, there is no greater burden. That yeah. potential. Very nice. Thank you. So Always good to quote. You're going to educate Linus Van Pelt. Was he like a... He was Charlie Brown's friend. The one oh, with the bangle okay. blanket. Right. Linus. Uh, Boomer should know I, I, I should. I should get out more often. Uh, I never knew his should. last name. Yes, I didn't know should. his last name. It uh, is. It's in there somewhere. What was Schroeder? Schroeder's Dan, last name. I, I, I appreciate... I think Schroeder was his last name. I, Schroeder? I thought it was his first name. Art, did you have player. any idea this well, was going to evolve into this? It's like Boutros Boutros Galli. It's a peanuts debate. Good Lord. We're debating peanuts. Dan, Dan, for one moment, decides to be Den- Dennis Miller with the references, and nobody gets it except me. I, I pulled a muscle reaching that far on that one, yeah. So this yeah. is Boomers with Beverages. Check out our website, boomerswithbeverages.com. It's great to have you along as we uh, do the latest edition of this from Four Day Ray in downtown Fishers. Four Day Ray uh, Brewery, gastropub, great place to stop. So if you've never been to Four Day Ray, you're hungry. You got to stop here. You that like is. a good beer? You got to check out the great variety that they have. I am uh, partaking in uh, Indiana Flyer. I have a glass that is conveniently off the table, since Artie has a tendency to spill beverages yes, that I'm don't sorry. belong to him. And not just him. his own. He'll he'll spill, he'll spill anybody's beverage. So the Indiana Flyer, one of my faves. Uh, Dan, what are you sampling? I am sampling the one of the twelve stouts of Christmas from Field Brewery. This is the one I couldn't see the name on it because he's got the cans upside down, but it's got dark cherries, coconut, and Chocolate nibs. I thought you had brought like a little thing of teriyaki from a Chinese <laughs> restaurant. I'm going to dip, like, dip my dumpling in there. It, it is. You, you, You're going to dip your dumpling? Dip wait your wait dumpling. till I get another sip. Sounds, sounds like it, you're working on it, it is delicious. Sounds yes, like come you're visit for the 12 stouts of Christmas. You that like is, it? That you is like excellent. It? Yeah, it's, it's not too... Like the chocolate cherry stuff does not. So Dan Davis is uh, yes. is liking that. Artie, what do Thumbs you? Thumbs up. Artie, what you? What you bring? Uh, I've been munching or something like that. It's a dark. It's a darker. I've, I've been munching. I've been munching. Yes. It's it is a, yeah. German it sounds beer? like a disease. Yeah. Isn't that where they had the '72 Olympics? And I've been munching. 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 I've been munching. Munching. Pete Milano, what are you drinking? Uh, another one of those uh, twelve stouts of uh, uh, Christmas from Field Brewing, uh, vanilla stout. Oh, see, I might try that one. Yeah, I like this. I like the vanilla. I like vanilla. Yeah, that's good. It's good. It's tasty. It's, it's really tasty. Well, good. it's good to have you guys. And you know, some, a lot of times when we do our Boomers with Beverages podcast, we try to avoid kind of date stamping it, time stamping it. But uh, you know, th- th- we are doing these during the holiday season, mm-hmm. so this one's going to definitely be geared that way as we uh, go into our conversation about growing up with the holidays. Uh, I, I'm guessing for all four of us, it was pretty much Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though we have a lot of Boomers out there that celebrate Hanukkah, celebrate other. Uh, parts of the holiday season since there's I think just like genders I think there's 37 different holidays in the month of December now correct easily something like that mm. but when, I think. when, when, when <laughs> we were Monday. When, we, when we were kids we weren't really exposed to I mean Hanukkah no. Christmas and the Hanukkah I was, I was yeah, yeah, Hanukkah, yeah for but sure beyond but, that I don't really remember much of anything beyond those two holidays was and, the, and now it's there's just a plethora of 
yeah. ways you can celebrate. Was there such a thing as Festivus before no, Seinfeld? I think that was no, made up. That was made up. So that was, that was a sign, total sign, and that just yes, exploded. Yeah. I don't know why. To, to what? Pretty much not not necessarily non-believers, but people that really didn't celebrate? We don't want to celebrate anything, so let's celebrate Festivus. Which means I, That's what? all I can figure. For the rest of us. For the rest of us, yeah. 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 So they basically had a little t-shirt idea that they decided to blow up into a, a phony holiday. Exactly. Festivus for the rest of us. Well, eh, anyway, well, we'll get to Se- that. And that's the thing about Seinfeld, just the influence. That they remember the whole muffin top thing? Yeah. Yep. And then you, after that episode aired, you could now buy baking pans that cook only the top of the muffin. I didn't wow. know that. They're like half, half the depth of a typical muffin tin, but it's huh. just for, yes, yeah, so you just do the top. I haven't been to my Cafalon store lately, I have. so I have no clue <laughs> this, what's out yes. there anymore. Is there, is there one? No, I just made that yeah, Thank up. you. Thank you for store. putting a stop to the comedy, Jim. <laughs> so, how, oh, how, Dan, <laughs> I had no idea you were finally going down that road. <laughs> I'm talking about Artie. You, Artie's <laughs> the one who was being funny. Boom. So, how many Boom. other oh, phrases from Cafalon? Cafalon. There's Cafalon. There's all kinds. There's yeah, but Cafalon I like. I, I tend to like them. But I love Cuisinart stuff. I love Cuisinart cookware. Yeah. Love it. Billy, is I'm, it, is I'm it partial. Good? I'm partial to all clad. I like yeah, all that's clad. But I haven't, all, I haven't clad. seen that. There's 3D and 5D. You got to get to 5D because it heat it conducts heat much more efficiently. So the really? five, so it also travels again. in time as well as yeah. Again, more yeah. reasons that to eat out. That's great. Dimensions uh, are yeah. Glad you like your pots. It's compatible with 5G. I'll ask next time I'm eating out. Yes. Yes, hey. Well, in, in the Burroughs household, they have Alcoa. Alcoa. <laughs> no, we have a car. Start it up. In, in, the, in the kitchen. I'll, I'll gladly <laughs> ask next time we eat a Styrofoam leftover what kind of containers. pots do you use? That's a good, we, good we, idea. We, sure. we cook all our meals at home in Styrofoam leftover containers. Right, and they taste just <laughs> the as microwave. good. They taste just as mm, good. The taste of melted styrofoam. Delicious. Yummy. Uh, can you find that, that stuff you're talking about over at Kohl's? Or do I have Kohl's? to go like Crate and Barrel or oh, something William like that? Sonoma, no, right? you, you can find Barrel? a lot. But, but in all seriousness, they have two grades. There's 3D and 5D. And, and I prefer the 5D. It's more expensive. It really does conduct heat more efficiently. Um, Where can I find it? it? A lot of places. I typically buy it at Sur La Table. Okay, but they Which have is, a, they have a website and, yeah. and and a couple times a okay. year they'll they'll be a, they'll sell so they seconds. Have what? Awesome. So they have three they have three D five D and thirty six double D. Yes, that's the big pan. That's yeah, the big really, pan. It's the really big pan. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When you want to cook chicken breast, yeah. you use that one, right? That's mm-hmm. tasty. You know, we like we it. have devolved into something from grade <laughs> school. Well, no, I'm here, trying to and, participate uh, with you three phony <laughs> chefs in a conversation phony, here. Phony? How dare you, sir? <laughs> Damn your eyes! No, actually, you guys are extraordinary. I've not had any of Pete's stuff. Dan is amazing. Artie, I've eaten your food for man, 20, 30 years. You got to try some Pete's stuff, man. Well, Pete's well, stuff. Pete keeps good. talking about mm. cooking stuff, yeah. and bringing it, and he never yeah. does. All right, so, so he's hey, a next, okay. He's, he's a cook okay. tease. <laughs> C O O K. I just said what I heard. Yes. I mean, he says he's going to do it, bring it, and he doesn't. It's like, what's wrong with you? I burned it. I burned it. I'm excited because honestly, I, I know it's not going to matter because Pete knows Italian food. It's going to be great because you know how to do it right. Of course I do. Yeah. Yes. So see, and that's the confidence is what sells me on it. But here, here's here's my dilemma because if I bring you my homemade meatballs then you're going to be spoiled for the rest of your life. You're just wow. never going to ever want another meatball. That's, that, that may well, well just be so it's, 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 it's I mean, enough. if you guys are willing to take that risk, I'll bring some meatballs. I will throw myself on that meatball grenade, yes. Let's have a little conversation starter from the game No Filter, so you All guys right. answer this as best you can. Okay. What was a food that you disliked when you were younger but enjoy now? 
So you didn't like it as a kid, but now you like it. Peas. Interesting. Peas, says Pete. Really? Mm. Yeah. Really. Just simple peas? Yeah, yeah. Just peas. Wow. Okay. Did you put them up your nose yeah. for something to do? What no, am I supposed I to do with those? Put them up your nose. Okay. See, I always thought peas you could get through just if you had mashed potatoes, you could mix them in. Or yeah. corn, you could mix it and you could kind of, yeah. you know, get around it. I, I would say as a kid, anything, anything to do with veggies, green, which now I'm totally opposite. Love a good yeah. salad, love that well, stuff. You're, you're but grown kid, up now, young So that's man. probably not unusual for most people. No, no. Grown no, up, no. you know, kids. And, and peas, probably not unusual. But, yeah. Artie, what do you, what do you when think? When I was a kid, I did not like pickled beets. Pickled, pickled beets. beets. I did not like them. Reg- regular nasty. beets, but not pickled beets? I did not like regular beets either. I enjoyed the pickled beets once I got to about 14. 14, yes. 14, I like pickled beets and beets. Mm. I can eat Harvard beets. They tried to serve us liver and beets in grade school in what? Memphis. No oh joke. I'm not liver and Harvard beets. beets and liver and onions How was on our possible? little trays when we were in first grade yeah. in Memphis. This is the city of Elvis. How do they serve that crap? I think they serve fried you know, peanut butter and uh, banana liver, sandwiches. Liver, you'd, like that yeah. they, 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 you'd like that a lot. Better. The educational system down there was lacking, so they wanted to augment it by serving Harvard beets. Were you there guys, you were you guys liver? Is. Did you have, ever have to eat liver growing up? That's the only time I, was, I had to, and I then was, I started yeah. liking it about 12 or 13. I've never understood yeah. I never why. Cared for it. Yeah, but well, I, I've never co- gotten the concept eating liver. Liver's the filter. So yeah. why are you eating a fried filter from some whatever? It was cheap. It's yeah. cheap meat, it's like bread. Yeah, it supposedly breads. has like extra vitamins in it. And it does. Really? Yeah. yeah. And liver, typically the liver that most people eat is from what? Beef. Beef so or, from, uh, or chickens. Chicken, yeah. chicken, chicken livers. livers. Chicken livers. I love chicken livers. As a kid, we had chicken livers. I loved chicken livers. livers. They were good? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I oh, like yeah. them. Delicious. Yeah. yeah. So Eat peas it. for you, anything green for me, uh, pickle beets for Artie. Yeah. Dan Davis, what about you? I, well, I still don't like peas or beets, but for me, I did not like broccoli until the first time I had it roasted in the oven. Makes all the difference. That you I just, love it though. Yeah, put it on a like a sheet tray and pour a little olive oil over the top of it, some mm. seasonings. I roast steam it in the oven. I oh, steam it. Do you nah. do the whole thing roast or just florets? The florets. I can do yeah. the whole thing. I, yeah. I, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. yeah. That's also good to do with uh, uh, Brussels sprouts. It's oh, a good food yeah. for you too. Yeah, actually, it, yeah. And cal- oh. cauliflower, broccoli, mm. and Brussels sprouts. I tried oh, roasting my br- Brussels sprouts and put a little balsamic glaze over the top of them. Mm. Holy crap, that was amazing. Yes. That was really yes. good. So very good. Well, it's a good. It's a good way to enhance it, make it a little little yeah. tastier. Because it's good stuff. The sugars in the vegetables get caramelized and makes it a little sweeter. Monica used to call them lettuce bombs. I, I yeah, never yeah, she was little. I want those lettuce bombs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, when you look at him, it kind of yeah, looks like, like a, a lettuce bomb. A little head of lettuce, you know, for sure. Well, I'm glad we kind of went off on the food road because we're, we're, we're talking about and getting into, as we record this latest edition of Boomers with Beverages, the holidays, because yes. we are knee-deep in the holiday season, which basically starts, what, the day after Labor Day, I think, on TV. You know? uh, yeah, something, something like yeah. that, yeah. It, used to somewhat be right after Thanksgiving. When we were kids, it was never before Thanksgiving. Never. It was always really after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And then that went away. And now I really think it's... Now you have them actually doing sales... Seriously, in September, right? Like early early Black Friday, that kind of thing. Because I remember when when I was in radio, it was like, like the Friday after Thanksgiving, you started playing like one Christmas song per hour. And then it... Up, up until it's like all Christmas all the time on the 23rd, 24th, but... Yeah, when I worked at WIBC Radio, it was just a day. That was it, Christmas Day. 
they would so everybody could have the day off. They it was yeah. a day, not a whole. Well, it used to be the whole month of December, but I think there's mm-hmm. a station here in town now. I'm not going to name them that does it pretty much right. Yeah, early right part at, of November. Right, right I think. after on Black Friday, they start playing it. Just twenty four seven. Are you serious? Yeah. Christmas, oh, which yeah. is good and bad because yeah. there are some. Uh, since we're since we're on that topic, do you have a favorite and least favorite Christmas carol, Pete Molina? Um, Rocking around the Christmas tree by Brenda Lee. I, that's, I like that's that. a classic. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, that's, yeah. it's just and it, and it holds up too, right? Because it, it was in Home yeah. Alone yeah. prominently. Yeah. How many movies yeah. has that song been in too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the time, was it a big hit when it came out? I think it was. Art Baker says yes. Art, Art's, and got, Art know, yeah. Art's got radio in his DNA, Art so he knows know, about yeah. music. Yeah. So if he says yes, it was a hit song. Okay. Yeah, he's like the Dick Clark of Indianapolis radio. So. <laughs> Mine was uh, Carol of the Bells. Favorite. And, and favorite. that's my favorite. That's my, that and Okum Emanuel. But I really love. So you um, like the classic? Yes, absolutely. Christmas. I used to sing classics. Do you, uh, Dan, how about you? Do, you? do you have a favorite? Oh, Holy Night. Oh, Far and Away, yeah. my absolute favorite. But the thing is, yeah, not a lot a of people song. sing it. Great. To make correctly, they don't give it. It's the, hard the punch. to sing. It's yeah. hard to sing as a solo. It, I yeah. did, I've done it once, and I was. You know, you know whose version is hard. really good, and I think this is one, probably one of my favorite. Uh, well, when I got it, it was a CD. Now you just stream it. it was, Neil Diamond did a Christmas album, and he did Silent Night and Oh Holy Night on that. Mm. And his I'll version of Oh Holy Night is phenomenal. And then mm. Josh Groban, I believe, does a really solid version yeah. too. Because uh, to me, you need like a. The chipmunks, not so a much. A Robert Goulet sort of voice. Because <laughs> yeah. the chorus is, it's a command, fall on your knees. Yes. Hear the angels. With you need a baritone yeah. with some well, um, that's yes. real punch. Well, that's the thing with uh, Neil Diamond's Oh Holy Night is the, the choir does that. They add the yeah. punch with the fall on your knees, the, the angel voices, appropriately. I will, I will look that, that up. I would highly recommend it. The first one, he did a second one. Because not enough uh, Jewish people were upset with him for doing the first one. <laughs> so he did a second one. But the first one has uh, Oh Holy Night and Silent Night, which is one of my favorites mm-hmm. of the classics. Yeah. Um, still part, uh, partial to the uh, Carpenters. They did one called The Christmas Portrait that came out in the 70s, which was one of the top-selling Christmas CDs, one of the early ones to come out actually on mm. CD. Great mix of music. But, you know, their, their vocals and harmonies are stand the test of time. Still classic. Yeah. But there's been a lot of garbage in the last 15, 20 years, I think, too, that's come out. Because well, they keep trying to Christmas reinvent Christmas. You. If I have to hear that one more know, time, right? I'm going to put a oh, bullet my in my gosh. nose. That's but what's just that? so overplayed. Mariah Carey. Oh, oh. I hate that but song. That, I mean, that's another one of those that I don't know I don't know if they've ever heard it, but it's like everywhere you look, somebody's making some crack about that Mariah Carey song. It's like, okay, fine, just don't listen to it. To his I, credit, Michael... Sometimes you can't help it. It's, no, it's on when you... I've been able yeah, to... I'm surprised that it. it's not it's coming It's in your now. car. You go, well, you go to the gas station. It's playing in but there. But you know what yeah. saved Christmas songs for me? Because, you know, having been in radio, I Ray, was... Ray Conniff, Jr.? No, 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 no. <laughs> Mannheim Steamroll. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh when sure, yeah. I started listening to Rush Limbaugh, and Christmas time, yeah, Rush Limbaugh yeah. would play Absolutely. cuts from Mannheim Steamroller. Yep. I... Fell in love with Christmas songs. Mannheim Steamroller, yeah. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They, that's that's also very yeah. Stuff. That's some great stuff. I was in really Cleveland. Powerful. Well, and there's there, there's a, a really uh, famous um, acapella group here, Straight with No Chaser. Straight from, No Chaser from oh, Indiana, yeah. who does a lot of the Christmas shows. They're, or, yeah, they're, they're doing yeah. some right now. I've not been able to hear you see have them to go. live, but they're yep. supposed to be absolutely brilliant. They're, and they're, they're a bunch of that's uh, what I've heard. Yeah, from IU. Somebody, yeah, somebody I know is. One, their son is in that group, but I can't think of who it is. So, so I probably shouldn't have brought it up at all. You were bringing something up about Cleveland. Being on the road uh, during Christmas time, whether it's before or at yeah. Christmas, is 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 really kind of you know it can be depressing. 
I was in Cleveland uh, on New Year's Eve. I'm go excuse me, I'm day before New Year's Eve, and I'm getting ready to go home the next day. And I'm sitting there in this in this high-rise apartment building because I was working hilarities downtown Cleveland. So in downtown, they put us up on a big high-rise, and I'm watching this snow coming down. I'm going, I hope this doesn't hurt me getting home tomorrow because I had to take the tram all the way to the airport and then get on the plane and get home. And all of a sudden, I got the I have the radio on, and on, on up comes the Mannheim Steamroller Silent Night. Oh, it was the most wow. beautiful. I, everything inside yes. was dark, and I'm watching the snow over the city of yeah. Cleveland. And I just started crying. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, what's what's wrong with me? I'll be home yeah. tomorrow. Relax. Yeah. But it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever heard in my life. Yeah. And I was in a perfect place to listen to it. I had that happen with uh, the Fogelberg classic, Same Old Lang Syne, one time. Getting, oh, really? Yeah. Getting in the yeah. car, and it just started snowing. And it was mm. just like the music, the whole it thing was like. felt perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a cool story. Well, yeah. we and you got home safe and sound. I did. Yeah. Very nice. My wife and I, for was a few years, would go, like the week before Christmas, we'd go to New York, see a Broadway show, spend the night, get you know, have a good meal, come home. And one year we went and ended up, we were gonna supposed to fly home on Christmas Eve, but there was a snowstorm. And so we got, our flight was canceled, so we were stuck in Manhattan on Christmas Day. It was the worst. I mean, we did, actually found a, there was a, a, a play, it was an Edward Albee play, I can't think of the name of it, but it had, um, John Lithgow and um, somebody else famous in it. I should probably did it know say that in the marquee. It they, did, they yeah, somebody, John Lithgow and somebody else. I, I can't remember the woman's name, but anyway, it was a it was a great cast. It was a good show, but it was just like depressing that it, you know there were some places open, and yeah, but they were snowed into. They were yeah yeah, yeah snowed into the. Yeah, that would be a little tough a to have yeah. to uh, have to yeah. deal with that. And but yeah, the boys were still. Yeah, I mean they were. Teenagers, but it was like we should have been home on Christmas. Yeah. So white Christmas or no white Christmas? See, I, I've always believed if we get a little bit, and then the next day it's fifty or sixty and it's gone. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's great. No, I prefer white Christmas. I just I, I, I like snow. I mean, I don't want it. Yeah. You know, I don't want like just not the feet cold. Of it, the cold. Right. But I I, I enjoy yeah. the the snow on the trees. I think mm -hmm. it's a great scene. Yeah, that's why I keep pictures of them so I don't look at them outside. We didn't mm -hmm. uh, discuss uh, least favorite. I've got a couple. That's as far as the Christmas girls go. I hate that hippopotamus song. That little girl that sings All about us. Oh, a hippopotamus yeah. for Christmas or something like that. Yeah, because she kind of does the, I don't know that one. the female version of your little kid voice, which you would blow it away. <laughs> you would do better. But her song, it has to be an adult doing it. Because I know in the world of voice, yeah. a lot of adults do kid voices. Yes. It's not kids because yeah. kids can't do the copy. They can't read it. They can't do it like that. Right. So it's got to, that has to be an adult singing in that voice for sure. And then the, the grandma got run over by a reindeer oh, yeah, song yeah. is so beaten oh, that's, to yeah. death. Never again. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's that's a horrible my choice one. for the, the one I dislike the most. But yeah. thankfully, the, the, the vast majority and some of the newer songs I, actually are, are pretty solid. They're, they're fun as an alternative. And, and the only reason you pick up on them is because these stations now are playing 24-7 Christmas music. Because normally you would never hear these songs. Yeah. But they got to fill the time with something. But, you know, of course, every you, 22 minutes it's Mariah Carey. You guys have probably never listened to Christmas madrigals, madrigal songs, acapella. Choir of nine people. Uh, a little bit. A little and I'm bit. telling you, I yeah, used to sing that. We would do that all the time. In high school, I was part of the Mandrigal Singers at Broderpool. And going around to wherever we went, whether it was a church, you know, women's group, whether it was a nursing home, whether it was a hospital, no matter where we were, we just, we were loved our music. That yeah. the, Mandrig the Christmas Mandrigals were amazing. At, at the, the very uh, old, old oh, world. Very, yeah. very I would, old I world. would guess with you doing that, and you obviously should feel really uh, rewarded by this, when you're singing for like an older audience, you're really taking them down memory lane. 
and that's yeah. got to be pretty touching because they're for thinking the about yeah, when they were right. kids. Yeah, their 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 memories that are precious to them, and you're singing these songs that they can remember where they were. Yeah, type but, stuff. But I have a story about us doing that at. Uh, oh, now this is a mental <laughs> Did you get hospital. It was, no, what kind? I listen. It was a, it was a mental hospital. It oh, was called. Great. Um, it was it was old downtown and the old where Eskenazi used to be. It was oh, called yeah. Ruth. No. Uh, Central State? No, it was, it was, it was I can't remember La, the name of it. Anyway, La, we, we it LaRue La Carter? LaRue Carter, That's thank it, you. Yeah. It was LaRue Carter. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're up on our stage. I, I, don't, I only know it just because I heard about it. It's not that I visited. I, yeah, okay, sure. I thought he sure, played, sure, thought he he played second base for the Yankees. Yes, he did. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're, we're, we're all, the, all nine of us are on the stage, and they bring in the people. Up to, and one guy up front, we started to sing. All right, here's the song we're starting to sing. Torches, torches, run with torches. This guy in the front row stands up at attention and salutes. <laughs> like he thought we were singing something oh, that was no. military. Oh, my goodness. Just, yeah. So oh, no. I, I stop because I am busting up laughing. Wow. I, yeah. got, I got snot coming out of my <laughs> nose. I, I'm getting ready to poop myself. <laughs> so I walk off the stage. <laughs> I felt terrible. That's I awesome. felt awful. So they carried on. I left. The I felt so terrible. But I, I, I calmly walked back on. And he's still standing there like saluting. He, he was he was traumatized. Terrible. I was traumatized from myself. Are Artie really and I the laughing. only uh, the ones that did choir? Dan and Pete, did you sing choir? Did you no, you, no, you don't I, want I, me singing. No, okay. Oh, now, exactly. I, now I want to hear yeah. you sing. No, I was doing, I, I did Jesus loves um, me. a long-running campaign for Indianapolis Star Classifieds. The 444-4444. Yeah, I remember that. And they had the jingle. And, and so there's this one thing where I was supposed to sing the last line of the jingle. Oh no. So we're in the studio recording it and I sang it, it you know, Mike did, did the best I could do and the guys the producer's like, um, yeah Dan, you know, that was that was funny okay, but could you, you know do it, right? do it on key. I'm like <laughs> no, hey, you I know got, I got nothing, I, I got, got nothing, nothing, I got nothing there You, didn't, you did audition for this, right? Or did you just get no, it? No, there was like I, I, this was like midway through the Campaign, so I had oh, done them. Okay. You know, we've been doing the spots for a year or more. Sing, they no. did not know I couldn't sing. I no. would almost think they'd keep it just because you you wouldn't forget it if you're we, listening yeah. to it. <laughs> you know, I mean, if you're driving in your car yeah. and you hear this guy, like, yes, oh, I wanna, that, was, that was a Moscow mule. I want to put in a classified yeah. ad. Get the Star News, a new singer. <laughs> That's yes. good. So, uh, do any of you remember? As a kid, it seemed like in a lot of the uh, well, I only really lived in two neighborhoods, but it, at some point during the holiday season, in those neighborhoods. Someone, there would be like a group of people coming around carolers. singing carolers. Yeah. And I don't know whether you guys remember that, yeah. but I don't see that hardly at no. all anymore. No. And, and, I, and I enjoyed it. Sad, I thought that right? was kind of fun. Uh, yeah. yeah you it see was a it cool in, time. You see it in some uh, apartment complexes. You can see it sometimes in um, uh, smaller neighborhoods. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, we used to do it all the time back in high school. Yeah. We'd take the yeah. madrigals, we go out, and yeah. we've got our own wasail. See, now, now thanks mm. to the ring doorbell, if you have six people show up at your door dressed like the movie Scrooge, <laughs> you're calling. 911. But you know what? A problem here. I must at least once every Christmas hear the Porky Pig version of Blue Christmas. Oh sure, sure. I do love that. Was that actually? Was that voiced by Mel Blank? Oh no, no, it was somebody else. But and I think it was just they were goofing around on something. This is Boomers with Beverages. Thanks so much for carving out some of your podcast listening time to listen to Boomers with Beverages. Please do us a favor and tell as many people as humanly possible because we are trying to break records as far as the listenership and you can help us do it as we head into 2023 and, and the number of people 
in the States, in the U.S., Canada, Mexico. We have listeners in Europe. We have listeners in Asia. Did you see our last stats? We had somebody in Mogadishu. I know. It's good. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I'm loving it. Let's, cool. let's, and and let's they are to listening that. to us in India. There, well, do you wonder who that was? I love the <laughs> fact that they're doing that. I do have to so, mention uh, one thing, because even though we're uh, kind of on a holiday theme for this particular show, uh, the date that we are recording this particular podcast happens to be December 7th. Yes. And uh, we do want to uh, acknowledge the importance of that date to uh, all the, the men and women, anybody that was involved in post the attack on Pearl Harbor, the defense of our country, because those are the folks that uh, made way for the boomers to be yeah. boomers. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we owe a debt of gratitude and, and probably a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, any, anybody, any uh, man or woman who served in the armed services to, to the deserves our undying absolutely uh, respect yeah, absolutely. without question yeah and you're talking that's eight, over 80 years ago now so i safe to say very few if any still around there's it's got to be a minimal a few, amount yeah I, I actually heard about someone yeah a survivor of the arizona wow still around 103 years old man. definitely a place wow. I, i've got to go everybody that talks about going to pearl harbor mm-hmm. uh it, it's probably no different than going to, to, to gettysburg going to arlington cemetery going yeah. to the 9-11 memorial you're speechless when you go you just they said they speechless. only had a handful of of um veterans at the at the at the ceremony today yeah mm-hmm. yeah and well they've, they've all well, gone like, on to their yeah. uh, to their maker yeah. and i'm sure when they got there the gate was wide open yeah, yeah. Heroes are welcome. Here you go. So just wanted to give, uh, you know, you can never give them enough due, but for for what it was worth, we had to to mention the day we are recording this particular podcast. So let's flip back to the holidays here on Boomers with Beverages and talk about your most favorite holiday memory or tradition. Dan Davis, do you have one that jumps out? My favorite holiday memory is uh, one year, all the presents have been opened. And my mom looked at my dad and said, didn't we have something else for Danny? And dad's like, oh, yeah, because somehow it had not gotten wrapped. Was it a Red Ryder BB gun? No, it was a Hot Wheels accessory. Whoa. For a thing that would speed your cars up so you could go extra laps. Had rubber band. And it just, that was the coolest thing because I thought it was over. Nice. Thought all the presents were done. And there was one more present. Aww, and I just, I love, I it, love man. that. Man. That is it was so cool. So cool. Yeah. Hot Wheels were wow. so much fun. Uh, they? Hot, Hot Wheels, Matchbox. I'm too old for that. Oh my gosh. No. Do you want I, us to. They didn't want, have Hot Wheels when I was a kid. Do you want us to get back to you then, Artie? You need a few moments to remember? I need, uh, yeah, I do. Okay. I, I can't remember Pete, my name Pete, right now. Pete, hmm. Pete, do you have a favorite uh, memory or tradition? A, tra- a tradition. Um, we always had a Christmas Eve dinner. Sure. And um, so it was typically. Uh, a really nice antipasto that my grandmother or my mother made. We would oftentimes go back to Boston for, for the holidays. Mm. So, you know, my, my grandmother, who was from Italy, she put out this fabulous, you know, antipasto uh, for Christmas Eve dinner. And then we have some bacala, which is a type of a codfish. Mm. Uh, and we got to, as kids, the night before Christmas, we could open up one gift. Yeah. You know, we did that. So that was that was a tradition that, and we still have that in, in our family now. We do a Christmas Eve dinner, not not so much the gifts because we don't really. That in fact, that's something I want to ask you guys. At some point in time, we sort of stopped giving like a lot of gifts to, around, and like Karen and I don't necessarily exchange gifts. We do stuff for each other year yeah. round. But yep. the tradition of the Christmas Eve dinner remains, and I and I really like that. Karen and I have done that from day one with the kids. We've never exchanged Christmas gifts because we're. Her birthday's in January, my birthday's in February, and then we have all year long to do stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, and now 
I, I'm loving how more and more people, I know the retail world probably doesn't love it, are embracing giving memories as opposed to giving toys and giving yeah. gifts. Let's go somewhere together as a family. Let's go somewhere as a couple. Do something that's going to last forever and not something that's going to break, end up in a box, end up in a yeah. drawer or returned. And I think that's a, that's a really cool thing that a lot of people are doing. Yeah. For me, best toy ever was the Evil Knievel stunt cycle. Yeah, that was, that was the coolest. It didn't break the first time you let it fly? Evil did, because it was yeah, just okay. this little rubber figure with wires, single <laughs> wires throughout the body. It said posable figure on the box. I'm like, sure. <laughs> but it was really cool. And then I got the van to go with it. So I had the whole thing. So I had Evil traveling around my house, jumping stuff. Hmm. So it was a really cool toy. And traditions, though... I only had my mom in my life for 11 years before she passed away from cancer. But she was old school, and everything she would... She frowns on me every time I talk about eating out because she never would think about... Everything was made at home. Mm. And she made the best Christmas cookies. And it was always mm. fun to just watch in the kitchen as she laid everything out from scratch and turned all these ingredients into the best Christmas cookies yeah. you'd ever have. Wow. And I know there's a lot of moms and grandmas out there that, that do that. And hopefully you're passing that along that. to people Every because, year. you know, for little kids, man, that's they're watching magic and they can't wait to eat those things anyway. Yeah. But it's such mm-hmm. a cool thing. So I've given you a few minutes, Artie. Yeah. And I know your Memphis oh. upbringing, you had to have some well, pretty cool memories and traditions. We, we did have a lot of memories. My favorite toy was, of course, the Johnny Rocket Space Command. I mean, I, I put a video of it, of the old commercial from the 60s. Uh, up on our web, up on our uh, Facebook page, it's on there. Oh, it's like okay. one of the first things we ever posted on our Facebook mm. page. It's mm. there, so go look for it, and you'll go. Oh, I remember that. I wanted to get that, and I got it. But I think our, my best Christmas memory. Now, this is. I don't, I don't want this to sound depressing or anything like that. Mm. When my dad had his stroke on September twenty fourth, two thousand three, we didn't know if he was going to make it. We actually didn't. We actually had somebody say, "Give him comfort care and let him pass in the night," and we were like, "I don't think we're going to do that." So we, we prayed, we did, you know, visited him every day, did everything we could, and he came home by Thanksgiving. He was home by Thanksgiving. Having him at Christmas, which we did not expect, yeah. we really did not expect, and he st- survived another 13 years, wow. 14 years. Wow. And it was wonderful, and he just got better and better and better until he didn't get better and better. Yeah. He got worse and worse. But uh, having that first Christmas back with him was probably my best memory of Christmas because yeah, we sang, we did all kinds of stuff. Dad, we were entertaining Dad, and he yeah, was awesome. he was learning to laugh again, mm-hmm. and it was really, really wonderful. That it ranks up there as uh, what would be considered one of the greatest gifts you can get. Absolutely, time yeah, question. Time, yeah, that's good, man. I mean, your I, dad I, was. You know, let me put this because obviously I only I had the opportunity to meet him a few times, but I, I always viewed your dad as quite. The, the mold was broken type person. Yeah, exactly. No, there was no other, yeah. you know, nothing like him. He did so many things that not many people know about. Oh, yeah. well, that's and why I've always thought I wish you were more of a writer because his story would his make story a, is amazing. Would make a hell of a yeah. screenplay. Yes, yeah, with, with agreed. The, with the right actor playing the role. Mm-hmm. That's right. It would make a great. Only story. I could do it. I'm the only one well, that could do it. How cool would that be? Yeah, that, that his cool. son does yeah. it. That's right. There you go. I'm motivating but, you, you know, now. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I really just want to mention in the screen on the screen when it comes up. Inspired <laughs> by an idea by guy, Jim yeah. Burroughs while sitting doing a podcast <laughs> at FDR. You, you could direct it. No, no, I'm good with that. Artie can do fine on his own. And trust me. I can do that. Right, something I can to, do that. Something to think about here. Yeah, it is. You know, uh, it's going to be have to be done quick. Well, are you yeah, going quickly. somewhere? Yes. I, you never know. I might. I might. I don't know. I, I see I, I see me pushing you around downtown Fishers. <laughs> Ernie, <laughs> are you awake? <laughs> well, Artie's got a point. He's got to got to get on it quickly because you're not getting it. any younger. Okay? I'm not. 
I'm not. See, if I you can't were. The, see, I why, can't. why doesn't it work that way? Why does it go where you start off in diapers and end up in diapers? Why isn't there a resurgence after like 50 or 60 where you have like a glorious run for 15 <laughs> or 20 years where you're just like... I'm in a snow globe. Where you, got, you have an opportunity to use all that wisdom that you've built up. Yeah, oh, I know, yes, but it's like yes. before you know it, it's too late. Yeah. You know, it's like, I can't I, do it. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Wait a minute. You're just not sure. You're just not sure. Got to say thank you to, uh, to Taylor Scott for uh, all his contributions in 2022 to helping us with uh, the Boomers with Beverages podcast. Thank you very much, Taylor, and uh, all the best to his family during the, you, the holidays. We're looking forward to 2023 with him, and yes. we've got a lot of fun stuff in the, in the pipeline, guys. We're going to talk about more of that as we go along, but uh, we have to mention our on-site producer who does a phenomenal job, Art Baker. Art Baker. And anybody that is any has any knowledge of Indianapolis radio history knows about Art's amazing dad, Bouncing Bill Baker and WIBC and his contribution, that's it. That's left a permanent, amazing mark on the history of broadcasting, and Art's his uh, his uh, living legacy. Like Dan Fogelberg right. sings about, leader of the band. Well, Art's the same. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're very, very blessed to have Art as our producer. He does a great job. Makes us sound amazing. He's the best knob turner I've ever seen. He said mm-hmm. you have the best knobs. Yeah, well, you have know. Have you ever heard that before? Uh, just once. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> My wedding night. Well, I thought you were uncomfortable when I said Pete was a cook tease. <laughs> so now we're talking about Artie's knobs I, and you're I've more I've gotten over that, and you're now more. we're back. Yes. <laughs> I just had to double check for sure. But we want to thank everybody that's uh, been listening to the podcast. And uh, definitely through 2023, we have uh, some lofty goals in mind yes. as far as where we want to take this show and, and what more we want to do with this show. So uh, on behalf of uh, Pete Molina, any parting thoughts during this wonderful holiday season? I hope everybody is uh, safe, uh, happy, healthy. Uh, it's been a pleasure uh, entertaining you folks. Hope you've enjoyed the podcast. and. Uh, we're, we continue to move the needle, and we'll have new stuff for you. And that, goes, go. that goes for me, too. Uh, happiness, health, it's pretty simple stuff, guys. Exactly. That, that, you know, I mean, mm. as far as really what makes life go around, what we really, really need and really, really hope and pray for, let's, let's, let's just hope that's the case for everybody through 2023. We do have a treat coming up here in just a couple minutes to finish off our holiday episode. But before I do, uh, parting thoughts, Dan Davis. Hey, uh, same thing. Help, happiness in the coming year, whatever you're celebrating this time of year, then let's keep that going. We have a special guest that's coming up here in just a second. Uh, but before we do, Artie, any any just personal? Yeah, just don't point? don't let the, the what's going on in the world bring your Christmas down. Yeah. Think, block it out of your mind, get it out of there, and move forward. Everything that happens now is friends and family. Amen. Friends and family. Friends and family. Good stuff. Yep. I love it. I love it. We would love to uh, w- like to welcome to, and I, I'm pretty sure this might be the first time we've actually had him. No, we had State Fair. He was, yeah, yeah, he was with us at the he State was his, Fair. with his brother. So he's back again. Filbert Delmasset is joining the Boomers with Beverages Holiday Podcast Special Edition. Filbert. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I am uh, just got the sorghum in from the field. We're a little late right now. Everything's frozen, so it's uh, turned into candy. <laughs> That's right. Well, you're loving that. Yeah, well, we got family coming in this year, and uh, they're coming in from everywhere, but mostly Trafalgar, where we all live. And uh, you know that I lived there, didn't you? Trafalgar? Trafalgar. I had no That's idea. That's where we're from. Got, no. a, got 180 acres down there. Isn't that? And it's Trafalgar's only 160 acres. So uh, but we, we own the outskirts, too. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a strip club out, out the back, out the back 40, and uh, I, we my son manages it. Is that the name of the strip club, the back 40? <laughs> no, it's called the front 40. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for asking. Kudos to you. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, we've been... We, 
this is a time of year, you know, family comes around, and I got a big old house out there on the front 30. Nice. So they all, we all get together on, on Christmas Eve and Christmas, and I'll be honest with you, I, it, may, it prompted me to write a poem last year, and I done did it, and I wanted to read it to you. Well, thank I you. I want to hear it. You got yeah. time? Oh, absolutely. Oh. We're, we're all into all it. Right. Thank you very much. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, here is uh, Philbert Delmasset sharing his, right. his poem. Now, I'm going to try not to go too far. I've, I've made this, instead of PG, I've made it G. I know that's going to sound real boring to you. So let's see how it goes. <laughs> Twas the night before Christmas and all through the yard. Not a creature was stirring except my old dog Bernard. The stockings were hung by the chimney with wire. They're crispy. They're crunchy. Put out that damn fire. <laughs> the children were nestled all snug in their cots with ropes and chains tied in tight knots. <laughs> with my wife in her kerchief and I in my robe, she looked awfully good, so I started to probe. <clears throat> When out of her mouth I heard such a clatter, I was thrown from the bed, now something's the matter. We fell through the window and landed with a crash. We tore off the shutters and fell over the trash. <laughs> when what to my wondering I should appear, but a carload of relatives not seen since last year. With a little old driver, so drunk and so sick, I knew in a moment it had to be Uncle Dick. <laughs> More rapid than possums to the front door they came. I whistled and shouted and called them by name. There's Bob and Ray and old Tammy Faye. There's Jimmy and Billy, and they're still gay. <clears throat> From the top of the porch to the step of the door, Tammy Faye kissed me. Oh, God, what a... Well, rhymes with door. <clears throat> then in a twinkling, I saw something silly. It was the prancing and pawing of Jimmy and Billy. As I drew in my head the weirdness of this night, Uncle Dick had changed clothes, and he was standing upright. He was dressed all in fur from his toes to his bill, an outfit he made from a recent roadkill. <laughs> then laying a finger on the side of his nose, he proceeded to vomit all over my toes. His eyes, oh, how bloodshot, his nostrils so hairy, passed out into sleep, his snoring's real scary. As weird families go, ours is just vulgar. A long family tree straight out of Trafalgar. Tis the time of year we all get stressed. But we have to remember that in some ways we're blessed. So if it seems, so if times seem too crazy, it'll all be all right. Merry Christmas, you all. And to all, a good night. Nice job, Philbert. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Philbert. Thank you. My, pre I believe your uh, rides here. Is that Uber you're taking? No, that's Isor in the tractor. Oh, very nice. <laughs> I got to go. All right. Thank you, Philbert. We're going to see you again sometime in 2023. Gentlemen, well done. Great time to, to reminisce and have fun with uh, the holiday show. we got more fun uh, coming up before the uh, the year is out. We'll talk about uh, New Year's maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. Make, uh, have some resolutions. Maybe not. I yeah, never we'll make a resolution because yeah. I can't keep it. I hear you. I'm with you. Uh, I'm Jim Burroughs on behalf of Pete Molina. Pete, thank you. Chivadiamo. Artie Widry. Elise Navidad. Dan Davis. Bye-bye. And Taylor Scott and Art Baker, we thank you very much again for all your contributions and to all of our podcast listeners out there. May you have the best of holiday seasons. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever you're celebrating uh, with family and friends, uh, make it memorable. We'll see you and talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Boomers with Beverages. Recording engineer Art Baker, post-production technician Dan Davis, showrunner and distributor Taylor Scott of iPodcastPro.com.